Hello and welcome to episode one of the Dynamic Self-Awareness podcast. I have no idea where this is going to go. Uh, I'm just literally going to start by getting started. Uh, so it'll be a little bit of everything today until I sort of get my voice and start to decide which way I want to go. Uh, basically for the last, or as long as I can remember, back to when I was, well, yeah, as long as I can remember, uh, I've been interested in energy, I've been interested in consciousness, and I've been interested in self-awareness. So, answering the big questions of who we are, why we're here, what are we doing, and I guess for a long time, I looked outside of myself for answers. Obviously, going through school, um, something never quite sat well with me about school, but I was, you know, willing to give it the benefit of the doubt that, you know, if I didn't get answers there, then maybe further along the way, I would get, get, you know, what I was looking for, what I was seeking, what I was searching for. And so I did the best I could to get through school, didn't quite make it to the end. Um, it, uh, yeah, it all came crashing down one day for reasons that I might go into another day. But I, it, my, my questions weren't answered. So I went out into the workforce, um, followed in the footsteps of everyone that had walked before me, got a job, got a car, did all the right things, got a girlfriend. And that didn't take long for the veneer of normality to wear pretty thin. And I started searching and seeking again, because to be quite honest, the big questions of who we are, or who I was, why I was here, and what we're, what we're meant to be doing, weren't getting answered out in the real world as an adult, <laughs> any more than they were as a child or as a young adult going through school. And so I got restless, got ner not nervous, but got restless and started to, to seek answers again. And thankfully I was given a book called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, which is uh, a spiritual novel. And something about it grabbed me. I don't know what it was. It was just all through life, you know, you, you get these feelings of familiarity, I'll, I'll call it. And it's just, there's something about it that just hits home to you. And it, it you know, I hate using these words, but it, it resonates with you. There's something about it just seems to vibrate at the same level as you. And, and it's like a piece of the puzzle gets put in place. And so this book was all about energy and self-awareness and consciousness, but in, in a story format. And I just, I loved it. And I wanted more. I also wanted to understand energy a bit more and what it was. I had no idea. It was just this word, but there was, and this is the thing, like there's, there's all these words and yeah, we can understand them at a certain level and we can, we can give things meaning, but at the deepest level of understanding, there is no words. Like it's just literally a knowingness or a feeling or 
whatever you want to call it. It's just, you know, you know that you know, or you know that something is real for you. And that was kind of what I would run everything through in my life. Like if something came to me, if it was a piece of information, a piece of knowledge, if it was someone's opinion or someone's claim, I would run it through my internal, whatever you want to call it. And if it didn't ring true for me, um, I questioned it. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think I would ever reject something out of hand straight away, uh, unless it like really just you know, kind of repelled me. Um, and I guess that's the thing. Like certain things attract you, and certain things repel you, and. Uh, for reasons again that I won't go too deeply into today, I was highly, highly sensitive and highly, highly aware internally. Um, whereas you know most people would have their awareness pointed out, uh, certain events transpired that turned my senses inwards, and so I became very uh, self-aware internally which had its drawbacks, but also had its benefits. And one of those benefits was to, for me, was to develop the ability to know what was right for me. And that ability became very fine-tuned uh, and I've followed it most of my life. When I don't follow it, when I go against those feelings, um, that's normally when I either get into trouble or end up going down a path that I really am not comfortable with or don't enjoy or, you know, it's just out and out, and out wrong for me. So from an early age, I, 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 I developed this understanding of what was happening inside of me. If for no other reason that no one else had any answers, so I had to rely on myself. Uh, unfortunately, those people who... Uh, purport or to put themselves up as leaders or experts um, as a as a generalization okay I'm, I'm not saying that every single person that's in a certain field or has a certain opinion is full of shit I'm just saying that the major systems that are in place I felt didn't have the right answers at least not for me Certain people I met that were in those fields, yeah, of course, that you know, they have their interpretation of things and it's those interpretations which I would uh, which I would communicate with. But for the most part, I wasn't getting my answers. I wasn't getting them from my teachers. I wasn't getting them from the political system. I wasn't getting it from the medical system. I wasn't getting it from the mental health system. I wasn't getting it from um, the media or the, you know, the publications, um, communication systems. Um, it just seemed to me, and, and these are broad generalities, I know, and I will, I will drill down <laughs> like you wouldn't believe once we get going. But from a broad perspective, the systems that we have in place at the moment that that make up our society, I think are, are fundamentally flawed. And and I may go into that in this episode, I'm not sure. 
Um, the flaw is that... No, I will go into it. The flaw is that from what I've, I've come to understand is that reality is not fixed. Okay, it's, it's fluid. And it is very much uh, a big part of reality is subjective. It, it's what we experience and what we desire to experience. Truth of the matter is, or the reality of modern day society is, is that we don't really get that choice. We're told how it is, and that's becoming more and more prevalent. I I, I have this theory, and it's the it's the dimensional theory of information and the dimensional theory of knowing something. So there's the first dimension is it's this. This is a reality. This is the only reality. Then there is this and that. So we we have uh, choice or options. You can either have this reality or you can have that reality. And then it grows from there. So we can have this reality, we can have that reality, or we can have another reality. From what I experienced and from what I can gather... Our education system is based on this or that, okay? Something's either this or it's that. There is no other option. You don't get to go outside of those boundaries. More and more so, it is becoming, it is this reality. And that is no more evident than in our media and in the the complete degradation of our right to speak on social media platforms, anything other than the mainstream, the radio. So this is the way it is, and and any other option is um, either not available to you, it's not going to be promoted. In fact, it will be shut down at every opportunity. So our reality is being defined for us. And this is where... We get caught up in arguments of what is right and wrong because, you know, because we're not being allowed to have our own reality, we have to choose between either the reality that's being given to us or, and that, that allows us to be part of society on the inside, or we have to be outsiders and sit outside of mainstream society. Uh, and that brings its own hassles and limitations, uh, not least of which is you, you, being ridiculed. And so, you know, we have this this reality being pushed on us through the media, through our politicians, through our leaders, every, pretty much everywhere you turn, of this is how it is. In the medical profession, this is how it is. In the education system, this is how it is. In the political landscape, this is how it is. Okay, in 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 what you're here to do, this is how it is. You go out, you get a job. If you want a good job, you go to university. Okay, you buy your car, you buy your house, you buy your material products, you start up a family, you pay your taxes, and then you die. Not once in amongst all of that. Is it ever promoted to discuss, explore, 
or seek or search answers, seek out answers for who you are, why you're here, and what we're meant to be doing. That's just brushed under the carpet. We don't even talk about it. We don't think about it. It's not, uh, it's not brought up in polite conversation. It's just not spoken about. And yet that is the fundamental basis of reality, of defining who we are, why we're here, and what we're meant to be doing. And yet it's being defined for us. Now, I would put it to you that this is a form of trauma. So, and this is this is a big part of dynamic self-awareness. So there's, there's, there's two main aspects of, of dynamic self-awareness, and that is the healing side and the training side. So the healing side is dealing with what's happened in the past and, and the things that are holding us back. And the training side is basically defining our own reality, learning to define our own reality and taking full responsibility for the life that we have and trying to evolve that knowledge. One of the big things holding us back is trauma. Okay, so... And I'll give you my definition of trauma. And you're going to have to bear with me because I'm still sort of trying to put this into words. But if... If it is incumbent upon us, so if it is our duty, our responsibility, our goal, our, you know, our destiny to define our own reality, then we need to direct the direction our life goes in. This creates, biologically, when we are allowed to do this, it creates feel-good chemicals, okay? It's called the dopamine reward system. And we feel good. So anything that cuts across that, it creates a, a type of trauma in the body. And it's, it's held and stored in the body. Now, obviously, when we think of trauma, we normally think of major events. And yes, those major events, they, they cut right across our survival instinct. Okay, they, they either completely divert us. So if... If someone comes up and bashes us, all right, our, our path, our survival path that was moving forward in the direction that we were choosing, it's been completely truncated. It's been completely cut off, at least for a time. And that creates chaos. Okay, and that's, and I'm not going to go into the, the mechanics of um, what I call or what, what I term trauma energetics. Okay, but... Just a brief understanding is that any time our path, our the direction that we are heading in, is either diverted or completely uh, blocked or cut off, it causes a, a a certain amount of trauma, dependent on the intensity of the obstruction or the diversion. Um, but it creates a certain type of trauma. So. With that understanding in mind, pretty much all day, every day, we are in a traumatic environment. We are told what to do. We're told when to do it. We're told how to do it. There is very, very, very little self-autonomy. Uh, 
and people will fight tooth and nail with every ounce of their being to get more self-autonomy. I mean, that's the essence of people wanting more money. They want what, what's been termed... Um, oh, actually, I'm refraining from swearing on this site only because I... I don't know, it's a personal challenge. Uh, but, you know, it's piss-off money, okay? So you want enough money that you basically have less people telling you what to do. You, you, don't, have, you don't want the bank telling you, you know, that you owe money. You don't want people knocking on doors saying you owe them money. Um, you don't want to be told what time to get up, what time to go to work, what time to come home, what time to have lunch, when you can have holidays, when you can... Go and do whatever you want to do. Um, people want enough money that they don't have to be told what to do. So that's telling you something. It's telling you that biologically your body does not like being told what direction to go in. Why? Because I think it's, it's up to us to decide that. I think it's we're meant to decide our own reality. I think we're meant to be able to decide for ourselves what's best for us and and what we are here to be doing now yes there's going to be this knee-jerk reaction of oh but you know if everyone just did whatever they wanted nothing would get done i don't believe that if you are saying that then ask yourself does that include you yes there's going to be some people that aren't going to pull their weight for now but that's that's happening already so that's a moot point it doesn't it's not an argument against what i'm saying Okay, the the knee jerk response is to just shut everything down, but again, that's just narrowing the gap, narrowing the versions of reality down to one, and then we end up arguing about which is the best reality, you know, which reality we should all be you know squeezed into. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. That's not the way it's meant to be. And unfortunately, there's, there's, our society's gotten to a point now where the means of production, the means of resource accrual, so you know, being able to go out and make use of the resources, is now thoroughly controlled by a very, very small minority. It, it, it trickles down from that small minority, but we basically need permission Need, we are asking permission to live. That's what we've gotten to. And so the means of defining your own reality are becoming harder and harder. The means of acquiring the resources to define your own reality are getting slimmer and slimmer. And that's affecting every aspect of our lives. Now, I could go in and into each sector of society and give you examples, but I want to just, I want to speak from the heart. And already I'm getting emotional because I myself have, have basically just freed myself from suffering by <laughs> starting to define my own reality. But people are suffering like it's, unless you, you know, have eked out a, a moderately 
nice environment or you know, lifestyle for yourself, uh, most people are suffering. And even people that seem to be doing well, um, if you get to them one-on-one, you know, there's, this, there's a certain part of themselves and they may have covered it up beautifully. They may have put a, a beautiful veneer over the top of it, but you scratch that veneer and underneath, people are desperately unhappy or they are desperately afraid or they are desperately unfulfilled. You know, if you have children, the, the, the concern that parents have for their children and, and what's, what they're going to have available to them, uh, it's frightening. It truly is frightening. And, and this is because of the generational change that, that's been happening. Um, you know, our parents lived a certain way and held a certain set of beliefs um, and their parents before them. And over the generations, that changes. Uh, we've gotten to a point now where, where beliefs are like a, an open slather and yet they are defended ver- yeah, ferociously. Um, whereas, I, yeah, a belief is is a trajectory that, that you want your life to go on. And that's fine. Like, by all means, have a belief. But uh, you can't expect others to, to fall in line with that. And you certainly can't force people to do it. And you can't get angry with people for having other beliefs. Whew. Okay, so, dynamic self-awareness. It is about exploring, because one of the hardest things is, and, and I've, I came up against this myself, you know, if you took away all the problems, if you took away all the things that you don't like, and you were left with a clean slate, what would you do? For me... I've got, yeah. You know, up until recently, I had no idea, and you know it's easy to say, oh yeah, I'd go, I'd travel, and da 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 da. Um, but I've travelled, and, and and doing something, one little thing, it, it's not really fulfilling. It is for a little while, um, but there's there's definitely something missing. There's definitely a um, a whole picture that we're that we're what well, I believe, we're meant to be, uh, building. So there's definitely foundations and a complete life. And part of that is is working with other people, um, which is one of the hardest things you're probably ever, <laughs> ever going to have to do is working with other people and working with their ideas and ideals and beliefs. But I firmly believe that there is a way to do that and it's the answer is on an energetic level, it's not at the level of thinking, it's not at the level of um, ideas, okay, it's on an energetic level, when we break things down to its energetic level, there are certain patterns that make them make itself, or make themselves known, make itself known, um, and once we understand these patterns, we can see where things are missing, we can see where things are are not gelling, we can see where things are repelling, we can see where things are attracting. And from what I've found, working with and and being around a lot of people, okay, if you just 
it's hard when you when you're coming up on the surface level of things and and you know you're trying to just say you're talking about apples and you might have a different way of explaining apples to the next person um, and then we start to get into arguments because oh you didn't use the words I'm using so you mustn't understand but when you get take it down a few notches when you go a little bit deeper into it and you start to look at things conceptually so without the narrative without the storyline but the basic concepts you go okay we do have certain similarities when you go deeper again uh you'll see that you know we start to get into fields and those fields do go together you're just uh, you're just defining it slightly differently than me or i'm defining it slightly different to you or i'm uh bringing in a comparison to oranges whereas you're bringing in a comparison to pears so this creates a certain amount of tension and if we're not uh, well-versed or we're not practiced in dealing with tension, which is dealing with energy, um, or if our body is uh, basically full of trauma, full of blockages and distortions uh, and, and uh, stagnant energy, we're not going to be... A, able to allow someone else's viewpoint in it's going to trigger something inside of us it could be the way that they say it or it could be the fact that we don't like apples or that we had apples forced upon us so we don't want anything to do with apples but we like pears but i can't deal with you because you like apples gets very tricky and that's just fruit <laughs> god knows trying to talk to people about politics like holy cow um there's a reason there used to be a rule when you worked in the pub. Do not talk about politics. Do not talk about religion. And I think that was for a very good reason, because otherwise there would be fights. Um, why those two things? Well, I'll leave that up to you to decide. But it worked well. You know, just talk about, come at it, don't come at it from the top down. That's, you're never going to agree coming from the top down. There's, there's too much room from, you know, we, you know, the basis of your reality and your opinions and your ideals, they're like about 4,000 kilometers in the sky, okay? And we're trying to balance these opinions on, you know, and we've probably got a gazillion opinions on different subjects, and yet these wavering kind of, you know, and we're trying to meet and, and gain agreement with these wavering 4,000 meter high opinions, and they're just smacking into each other and 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 bending and bunging into other other opinions and it's just uh, it's tiring it's stressful um and, and yeah being like i said being able to deal with with the impact of these interactions and and not just with other people but having to deal with our own interactions with life so i'm gonna i'll start to share a little bit about me um to say that i was and to a, a very very small degree now am highly strung would be an understatement i remember one day i was doing washing up I was standing at the sink and uh being very much in my head thinking a lot I didn't I'd, I'd sort of lost 
communication with my body. I didn't take much notice of my body. It was just something I dragged around, and that had its its own um, negative, um, yeah, negative outcomes. But I remember becoming aware of my feet on the ground, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like my toes were literally clawing the floor. I was that tense, and and I I had not realised. And I tried to relax them. I went, oh my God, the tension that's creating in my body is just phenomenal. And I was like, oh. Went back to the washing up. Within a couple of seconds, toes. Yeah. And I had no idea how to deal with that. I had no idea what it was. Uh, I do now. And, I, and, and I've learned to, you know, get into my body and learn to relax it. And learn not for it not to constrict every time something sort of comes into my, yeah, into my world, whether that's a, yeah, someone or something. And there was another aspect of myself that um, I became aware of, and that is the I, I was terrible at time. Like for me, everything should take, if not in, <laughs> happen instantly, yeah. Two seconds, ten seconds, a minute, yeah. Come on, it's got to happen quickly. So sometimes I'd be walking at home. You know, we live on acreage, so I was walking to do something, and I'd you know have what I thought was the right tools. Be walking across, and I ah forgot something. Have to walk all the way back. Even as soon as I had to turn around, yeah, constriction. It's like oh my god, now I've got to walk all the way back. I've got to find the tool. Okay, can't find the tool. All right, constricting. Where the hell is it? It should be right here. Constricting, constricting. Ah, there it is. Okay, a little bit of release. Okay, starting to walk back now. Ah, okay, yeah, now I'm starting to, I'm already constricted, so everything else is starting to come in now. So the how long the job's going to take, you know, it should have been done last week, should have been done last year. Uh, I've got 20,000 other things. As I'm walking along, I'm looking at the things that, or the things that I haven't done and I need to be doing, constricting, constricting, constricting. Um, I go back there. I start to do something. Something breaks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Explosion. Sad to say that a version of that was my reality for many years. Um, the very act of getting up in the morning was a struggle. Getting through the day was a struggle. My best time was at night because uh, yeah, whenever I went to bed and I just had, I could expand, I could release, yeah, but I would kid myself into believing that tomorrow is going to be different and for a long time it just wasn't. And that was because I just, I wasn't aware of what was going on inside me. I didn't know what to do with what was going on inside me. What was going on inside me didn't match with what was out, outside of me and what everyone else was doing. Um, and the things that people were doing would repel me, would repel me energetically, would repel my soul energetically. Um, and unfortunately, I couldn't just you know, put a lid on it um, uh, due to the, you know, the sort of the things that I was dealing with in my life, I said I I, I won't go into that right now, um, but I, I just wasn't able to. Right? It's just my my 
nervous system, my neurological makeup just didn't allow it. It would just build up and explode. Um, and I would just either break things. Um, thankfully, I wasn't, I'm not a violent person. So um, uh, I would never, oh, yeah, obviously verbally, <laughs> I could I could let rip against other people. But I would, uh, yeah, I wasn't, I definitely was never here to hurt anyone. I, I don't like hurting people. Um, and even, you know, when I would react verbally afterwards, it was just horrible. It's the most horrible feeling. Um, I never felt good about it. Uh, I never felt that I gained anything from it. I don't, I don't feel like I ever gained anything from arguing with anyone or trying to convince them. Um, there's just no point. It, it changes nothing. It, ch- it doesn't change them unless they're open to it, unless you're having a, you know, a two-way communication or two-way conversation and you're trying to learn from each other. Um, that's a bit different. But trying to convince someone of your beliefs and your opinions, ugh, yuck. It's horrible. Um, and there's no need for it, to be quite honest. Um, especially if you become what I call dynamics, dynamically self-aware because you, you start to read energy and you start to go, oh, that person's... like. Yeah, they're not quite getting me, but I can see their viewpoint because I can see the similarities with mine. They've got a slightly different take on it, and that's cool. Like, yeah, or sometimes it might not be cool at all, and it's just like, oh, cool, you go your way. Um, and the thing is, you'll rarely have anything to do with that person again. Uh, and when you start to key in to what I call your own energetic signature, so when you start to define your own reality, you'll find you those kind of people that really. Um, are repellent to your energy fade away that you don't really have to deal with them for whatever reason i don't know why it's an energetic thing um i have a a theory on it but um that's all it is thing of it is it doesn't even matter because you know you with dynamic self-awareness you you, you learn not to constrict um you learn all these ways of being energetically that then permeate out and spread out into your being. So it spreads into your movements, into your bodily movements, into your physicality. It spreads into your emotional world. It spreads into your thinking and, and your reasons for doing things. It spreads into your purpose and your destiny and what you want out of life and what you don't want out of life. You really do become in charge of your own life and that is the most freeing feeling and you know what you don't just want to sit and do nothing that's that's the misnomer of of having free will and and everyone doing whatever it is they please you you don't get happiness from sitting around doing nothing you just don't like that's stagnant energy energy is meant to flow and and to expand and to do all these energetic things you know it's designed to evolve if you're not evolving from who you are now to whatever a better version of yourself whatever you want to call it a more evolved version of yourself like if you look at the at life in general over time it evolves okay it, it becomes a better version of itself a more efficient version of itself or a a completely different version of itself but it's still moving there's still this flow of energy as soon as that flow stops it stagnates and stagnation like a stagnant pond you don't drink from a stagnant pond it's death okay 
Trauma is stagnation. Doing things you really don't want to be doing because you think you have to do them is trauma, is stagnation, and eventually leads to sickness, illness, and injury. Um, and if you allow it to overwhelm you, then we get into the realm of suicide. I know that's not a that's a bit of a touchy subject, but it needs to be looked at because it mightn't be talked about in polite society and the media for whatever reason steers well clear of it, but it is massive. It is a big, big problem among the whole host of other big, big problems that are out there in the world. I have waited. I started waiting when I was, I don't know, let's say 13, 14, 15. So early high school. I was like, okay, we'll see. The end of primary school, I was like, mmm, don't think so. Don't think that's quite right. But we'll see. Went through high school. Got to middle of high school. Mmm, don't think that's quite right. But we'll see. Ended up leaving in year 11. Um, because... I couldn't just wait and see any longer. I had to go, all right, well, maybe it's just high school. Maybe it's just the teachers. Maybe it's just this school. I'll, 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 I'll look elsewhere. Went out into society. Did the adult thing, as I mentioned before. And mm, this doesn't seem quite right. Something's missing. All right, I'll look into... Yeah, all the different systems on it. So I'll, I'll look into so, uh, psychology. Yeah, that doesn't quite seem right. Okay, I'll look into uh, the medical profession. Whoa, that doesn't seem quite right. Look into politics. Yeah, there's, mm, something's just not quite right. I don't know what it is. Like on the on the surface, um, in the way that it's been defined, I, I you can't argue with it. it it's that's, yeah, it's what it is. But if you go under the surface of those things and you come back down to an energetic level, it's like, whoa, that pattern's, <laughs> that pattern don't gel with me. Um, that's not the way I see it. That's not my reality. Um, and nothing could expose this more than the recent uh, knee-jerk response to the to the COVID um, situation, okay, um, yeah, my fundamental understanding of of reality is is that you make your own reality, uh, and I won't go into this right now uh, in too much detail. So I say I spent a couple of years figuring out how not to get sick. Um, and there's a very definite way to do it. It's not just about positive thinking or any of that. You know, there's a very definite energetic way to do it, but it can be done. Um, so this whole propensity or this whole push towards a top-down medical approach of, you know, take this and, you know, da-da-da-da, it 
on an energetic level, that doesn't sit right with me. It just doesn't, and I will never accept it. I just, I can't. It goes against the very fabric of my being, and it goes against the very fabric of my understanding of reality. Um, and I even developed, or even sort of came up with a saying, uh, you know, he who controls the minds of humanity controls reality. And that's what's happening at the moment. Um, there is this last great push for the old world order of, you know, fear and hatred and f use of force um, and control. It's like this last ditch effort to keep that in place by removing options of reality. So there's no longer this, that and the other. There's no longer this and that. There is this. This is the way. This is the best way. If you think this isn't the best way, then you are against us. You are against society and you are a danger. And you will either be threatened, coerced, removed, quietened down. Uh, it's been happening for a little while. But there's a big push for it at the moment, it would seem. So, dynamic self-awareness is about being able to define your own reality, developing the strength to stand up for your own reality, developing the presence of mind to know when your reality is being uh, threatened, or to know when your reality is moving off track based on what's right for you it's also about taking responsibility for others by defining your own reality and that's the thing unless unless you're doing well you're no good to anyone else uh and unfortunately it's not an easy path out of that there's no easy solution um there's a simple solution, and that's, I think, that is, you know, kind of what I'm going to put across. I'm going to put across a solution, and it's very simple. Is it going to be easy to implement? I can't say. Who's to say? There's, there's a lot that needs to happen, um, and there's a lot of time that's going to be needed uh, for people to heal and to get rid of their trauma. Like, a, that, that side of things is not easy. I think if we could do it from an early age, if we'd have, if we, that whole saying, you know, if I knew then what I know now, well, we do know now. And so we can use it then, back when, you know, when kids are in school, when they're younger, we can teach them dynamic self-awareness. We can teach them awareness of their body, awareness of their minds, awareness of their emotions. We don't do this. All we do is, is punch facts and figures into them. Okay, that's not education. Education means to adduce. It means to draw out. To adduce means to draw out. To draw out what is already there, not punch in information and facts and what we say is the truth and what we say is reality. That's nonsense. That's rubbish. That's traumatic. Education is drawing out. It's an exploration. We can guide them, for sure. We can guide them like a tour guide would. Yeah, I've been along this path. This path takes you here. 
this terrain is um, this way in these conditions, this way in these other conditions. I haven't been over there, but yeah, this is what I've heard. I know this person that has been there. Maybe they can guide you. But don't tell me how to walk. Don't tell me where I can and can't go. And don't tell me that this is the only reality when it's not. Okay? If you are trying to force your reality onto me, that is a violent and aggressive act because you are causing trauma against another human being. And that's not okay. And I, for one, am not in agreement with that anymore. What I am in agreement with is us as individuals, first and foremost, uh, exploring and redefining their own reality. And I've come up with quite a number of ways of doing that um, from, as I said before, from a healing perspective first and foremost, and then from a, um, well, I, I don't really have a name for it, okay, so we'll call it training. How to train your own reality. <laughs> uh, terrible name, but you know what I mean. Moving forward, why we're here, who we are, what we're meant to be doing. Anyway, I think that's enough talking for today. I'm going to leave it at that. In the future, I will be doing more uh, kind of topics, I guess, more categories. But I tell you, the things that I have seen, the things that I have experienced, I couldn't even tell you the half of it because most people wouldn't believe me. But it is what it is. I'm going to put it out there because uh, I've learned how to change my reality. And it's a wonderful place to be. And I want to share it with you and with anyone who will listen. Because uh, I think it's the most vital thing we can do at the moment. Is to redefine our own reality. And to live that reality. And to let go of the old realities that have brought us to where we are. And that is at war with each other, mistreatment of each other. And that's not even getting into what's happening at a global level. That's just every day in the street. And that's where we can make the biggest impact to start with. And the way we do that is not by trying to change other people it's by changing our own reality and defining the reality that we want because that's how it works it works from an energetic level outwards there's no point changing your behaviors or trying to change your behaviors or trying to change your path if you haven't made the fundamental changes at an energetic level and as we go through dynamic self-awareness, that will become more and more real to you because that's the essence of, of, of what I do is an exploration of the energy that we can all connect with. Anyway, that'll do for now. Thanks for listening and um, 
Have a good day. See you soon. We'll hear from you soon. Talk soon. Uru.